Sometimes breakfast with Jody and Matho doesn't all fit in between six and nine each morning. So this is where we put the extra bits. All the bits you may have missed. Jody and Matho, the podcast, anytime you want them on Listener. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us uh, live on air, but also here on Listener on the podcast. We had a big week, Jodes. Yeah, we kicked it off on Monday talking about a little pigeon mm-hmm. who was detained by yes. Indian authorities for being suspected of being a spy. Pigeon suspected of being a Chinese spy released by police in India after being detained for eight months. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, detectives suspected the bird was involved in espionage. After it was captured near a port in Mumbai, it was found with two rings tied to its legs featuring words that appeared to be Chinese. There's just so much going on it's there. Just, could you see just that couple of uh, Indian detectives going, you know, I think that guy's a spy. Yeah. He's like, Steve, come on, man. That's a pigeon. Like, no, no, no. If you're going to be suspect of anything, crows. Hear me, hear me out. <laughs> Look at the rings. But don't, aren't pigeons the dumbest animal in the world? Are they really very smart? Could they be spies? I don't what, know, like a carrier pigeon. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, like what, a, and what are they bringing back, like, information where all their best chips are? <laughs> pigeons can't talk. That's exactly, so, like, why would you interrogate a pigeon? <laughs> are they waterboarding this pigeon? <laughs> it's just telling its serial number and its rank <laughs> and its name. <laughs> and they no shot idea. photos of eggs and going, we know who your family is. <laughs> Jody and Mado, the podcast. Jodes Dubbo, huge on sport. Massive. Yeah, huge on sport. Big footy town, netball town, anything. Pickleball has started. And it's equally as big now. It's getting huge. And we uh, caught up with Greg King after he had the opening to the new pickleball courts here in Dubbo. Jody, remember when we spoke last week to Greg King? Yes. He was bringing in a fantastic new game to Dubbo. Well, it's probably maybe been here before. I don't know. But he's really uh, heading the charge for pickleball. I know, which, you know, it's it's one of those sports where I've never really heard of it before. Uh, no, and it sounds almost delicious because there's a pickle involved. It's a pickle. <laughs> uh, but there's no pickles there. It is, of course, if you don't know what the game is, we've looked it up. It's a cross between tennis and ping pong. Yeah, just a small court. Yeah, a small a kind court. of like a little bit badminton stylish. Yeah, a weird ball, big yeah. bats. Yeah. Good to go. And it uh, it looks like a lot of fun. Apparently invented twenty years ago by the Americans. They're good for something, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and and Mister King picked up on it and uh, had been trialling at the Dubbo Sports World. But there was a big opening for the courts. Uh, at on Bolt Street on Sunday, uh, they, yeah, they had a they've renovated the old tennis courts and they've turned them into pickleball courts thanks to the council. And yeah, they had the grand reveal. Math- Mayor Matthew Dickerson came and cut the rope, which was uh, in between. I uh, I saw a picture of it, and it's kind of funny. I thought it was going to be like a big ribbon, mm. but it's just in between two like little pickleball. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Appropriate. Yeah, they had a free sausage sizzle. They had, they had about 50 people there, which is a fantastic turnout. And a lot of people got into it. And I think we're going to have to have a hit this week, Joe. I think we're going to have to. Mm. I'm going to get, yeah, the joggers on. You're, you're super competitive. I am. And I'm just really good at sports. So it's going to see how we go. <laughs> Jody and Mather. Weekday mornings from 6 on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Joe, do you remember when you started and we did that uh, terrific town tour? Yes. And we went to Geary. Yes, loved Geary. And the general store and all the people and all the school kids, they all loved it. I know. Saying g'day, we love them. 
Uh, and now I'm really fallen in love with Geary. It's only a little bit out of town. Fantastic little village. Beautiful. However, on Facebook, I saw something that made me uh, rethink my love of Geary. Uh, news update. But here's a local news update, uh, Joe. Yeah. Out of Geary. A little snaky snake story. Um, just on the Geary, uh, Geary Facebook page there, one of the contributors put up a video. He went for a swim, it says, this afternoon. I think this is talking about yesterday afternoon. And was drawn by a little friend who was not invited. That oh. little friend turns out to be a baby brown snake. Oh, that's exactly what you want in yeah. an afternoon swim. And when a snake's the most venomous, um, when they're babies. Really? Yeah. It's a defense mechanism. Oh. Yeah, venom is outrageous. And this snake, it looks like big enough to be maybe a teenager, not so much a baby. Oh, so you know it's got I mean? the attitude. Yeah, it's got an attitude. It keeps rolling its <laughs> eyes and hissing, uh, just, like, just like a teenager. <laughs> and somehow it's using a mobile phone with no hands, which I thought was amazing. Uh, but uh, what was more concerning, in the comments, uh, other people going, uh, yeah, saw one yesterday going under a culvert. It had to walk around one the other day uh, when I was going for a bit of a walk. People just bumping oh. into brown snakes yeah. just everywhere. Right, okay. Yeah, so uh, just be careful, everyone. Snakes are abound and they're in your pools. They love a swim. Well, it's so hot and humid. Oh, and that's yeah. what they love. They love like the warm, humidity. And then they get to cool off because they do get, they can get too hot. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah. they, when it gets really, really hot, they don't like laying on like the roads and stuff, which I mean, I wouldn't want to lay on a road either. No, that's but... right. So if you were to come back as an animal, it would be more like a mama bear. Oh, yeah, so dormant. So you hibernate inside, yeah. indoors. I gotcha. No problem. And you love salmon. <gasps> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Jody and Maddo. Anytime you want them on Listener. No, in all seriousness, Jodes, I still love Geary. Oh, yeah. Just going to have to watch the toilets. Going winter. Yeah, when there's no snakes around. But there are plenty of snakes around because we've now got another snake story. Yeah, but not in New South Wales, so it doesn't count. Doesn't count. Earlier, Jodes, we did a snake story out of Geary. Someone had a snake in their pool, just saw it on Facebook there. Yeah, and it reminded me of a video that I saw um, over the weekend because mm -hmm. I was uh, doing absolutely nothing but sleeping. Um, and I, 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 it was in Queensland and a little girl saw a snake attacking her guinea pig. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're in a backyard and it looks like a very nice house in Queensland. Oh, lovely Queenslander. Queenslander. Um, and this little girl's, you know, taking her guinea pig out for its morning little... You know, jaunt. jaunt in the the veggie patch, mm -hmm. and uh, she goes to see it, and she picks a guinea pig up, and there's a snake, like a huge python, curled up around it. Oh. She's so brave. She's like twelve years old. She's so brave. She picks up the snake by its tail and starts swinging it around. Actually, I see the video. Yeah, and she's 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 caught. She's she's going to be a great mum. I'm going to say that oh, because 100%. she wants to protect her her belonging, her child, the guinea pig, against the evil snake. And yeah. she's she's doing this swirly thing with the snake. She's just whipping it around, screaming her head off. Screaming her head off. I see. Uh, I saw the video and I love it. A few times she fixes up her hair, and I'm like, I would do that too. <laughs> but then Dad obviously comes to the rescue, uh, and he fully gets the snake properly off the guinea pig, flings it in the backyard, and then flings it over the fence. So it's fine. Um, and then she just she just wants to find this guinea pig. The guinea pig's After, on a runner. Yeah. Oh, I guinea would pig's too. Guinea pig's had a big day. Yeah. <laughs> it 
Yeah. He's like, it's not even 10 a.m. Been flinged around. I was already born prey. <laughs> Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. Jody, I love talking to all our regulars and someone that can help us navigate the tech gadget space. Uh, throughout Australia and the world is our man Trevor Long. This Tuesday we kicked it off talking about a robot lawnmower. Yeah, when I first put a robot lawnmower in the backyard, it was amazing and it wasn't that hard to set up, but I know that it would put people off having to run a wire around your yard entirely back to a base station and that's how the the robot knew where it was. It would just kind of run into this virtual wire because it was creating electric pulse and it would turn around. But now the latest one I've got from the same company works, W-O-R-X, it's the Vision, uh, the Android Vision. The Vision is, is obviously the, the trick here. This thing has like sensors that the cars have. So it doesn't bump into things. It can see uh, that there's a wall coming up or that there's grass versus concrete. And I tested this by just taking it out the front of my house sitting it on the lawn and pressing go. And it mode, 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 got to the driveway, stopped, turned around, went, went back and did something else. Got to the gutter on the road, turned around, went back, and it just stays on the grass. So basically, it sees grass, it mows it, and job done. And it makes its way back to the base when its battery is low. Brilliant, easy to use, but it is 3000 bucks. That would be the only downside. Ooh, what if you just have like a patch of burrs? <laughs> Yeah, probably does, don't bother spinning like three grand. Yeah. You can hear it go, ow, 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 bloody birds. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I'm driving in my car, I always, you know, struggle to find the best petrol prices. But CarPlay's made it a little bit easier. Yeah, this is great. Um, young bloke, a young Aussie kid developer, I met him, I don't know, four years ago. He won an Apple scholarship and he's since been building apps. And one of them is this thing called Petty, P-E-T-T-Y. On your, on your phone, it's a great app for finding petrol stations and seeing real-time prices, which is great, but not unique. But he's just updated it so it now works on CarPlay. So in your car, you can be driving along, go, oh, we need petrol, press the Petty app. It'll open up real-time, the, the nearest and cheapest place. You can have different filters so that you actually want to see the nearest of a certain brand or a certain type of petrol. But just great that it's all built into basically your car's infotainment system thanks to this one simple app. Now, Comes with a subscription. Forget this. This kid doesn't realise what he can do here. He's only charging ten bucks a year. So oh, okay. right. you have to have a chat to him, mate. Support <laughs> a young Aussie developer and you know, pay nine ninety nine, and you're uh, you're sorted with the best petrol price. Okay, that's that, good. That's, I like uh, that. And the fact that he's Aussie too, that uh, yeah. icing on the cake. Support local. Lastly, Matt Belkin has come out with a travel charger that uh, also has something that I've been looking for. It doubles as a portable battery. Brilliant. It's, it's actually three in one if, if I think about it a bit more because I'm, I'm in person at the moment in a hotel, so I'm plugged in the wall with this thing, so it's charging my phone or my laptop. Great. When I go out of the hotel in my backpack, I take it with me. It's a battery, so it's got a 5,000 milliamp hour battery to keep my phone juiced up when I need it. But then when I travel overseas, it's also got the attachments for other countries. So it's everything I need for when I'm not at home, this is my charger. So Brilliant idea from Belkin, 120 bucks. Uh, the the total solution for charging your devices. Jody and Matho, the podcast. Matho, we talk about a lot of food on the show. Yeah, we do. We are foodies. We are. We are the definition of foodies. And one food almost broke us up this week. Oh. Matho, do you like soup? Is my answer going to be uh, whether or not we stay together as a co-host team on radio? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is going to be bad because I don't like soup. But I'm not talking about like. 
the smooth soup, like pumpkin soup or tomato soup. I'm talking about like the chunky, no. hearty. No. No, it is uh, lump water is what that is. No, 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 no. I have to give you. Yes, yes, I'll, yes, br- yes. I'll, bring in, I'll bring in my soup. No. That I made on the weekend. Don't bother. Do you like potato bake? I do like potato bake. It is potato bake in a soup. That's what happens though. Sometimes uh, like a little old lady will go, if you've got a barbie, go, oh, bring me some potato bake. And since she brings over like a rat in a tray, <laughs> and oh, that's not, that's gross. That's disgusting. No, it's good. And some people bring potato bake over and it's the most glorious thing. It's the closest you'll get to heaven. Yeah. Uh, is their potato bake. That's what this soup is. And I made it on the weekend because as you know, I was quite unwell um, and we didn't leave the house and all we had was. So you're bringing over unwell soup. <laughs> no, no, from it's your, fine now. From your infested <laughs> House. Okay, now. it should taste delicious. It's fine now. But all we had in the house was uh, potatoes, bacon, <laughs> chicken stock, and because uh, I don't have dairy, we had like dairy-free cream. All you had in the house was some major staples that <laughs> make a delicious meal. No way. I couldn't think of anything to make with it. Really? So it took me three days to find a recipe oh. <laughs> and I decided on soup. And I tell you, I wasn't a huge soup person. Mm-hmm. This soup has changed my life. Okay. Well, I've tried a lot of different soups and soup is not a meal. Okay. I like pumpkin soup, but it makes me too comfortable. Pumpkin soup's not a meal. It pumpkin isn't a meal. Pumpkin soup is like tea. Tomato soup. Yeah, it's tea. It's pumpkin tea. It's vegetable tea <laughs> is what it is. It's not a meal. I can't have it and go, that's why they give it to at the start of your meal. They go, here's this garbage that we just, it was leftovers. We pureed it. Eat, Eat it like a baby before your steak comes. <laughs> Jody and Mather. Weekday mornings from 6 on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Jody, for the first time, we actually had to abandon a story uh, this week. Yeah, it never happened before, mm-hmm. um, but totally my fault. Yep. Old Harry the Honk turned up <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> Jody, I think it might be time to go out and buy some property in Mudgee. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be a bit hard to. Yes. Um, in Mudgee, the, because they're um, putting all of these renewable uh, hubs yes, in. Yes, big project. Yeah, it's a huge project. They're um, Eskim. They're what? What are you doing there? They're, they're estimating. Estimating? Okay. Estimating. Okay, no problem. They're building igloos. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> we might try this story a little later so, on. So, hey, you okay? I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. <gasps> <laughs> They're estimating for Mudgee's We're going to have to abandon this. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want them on Listener. Jody, the other day before we left after our shift, you decided to talk. And <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out too well because you you tried to say tomato, but it didn't come out like that, did it? No, it came out as a different vegetable that's also red. But you know what I mean. Jody, it's weird outside. It's the weather, it's weird. It's getting into that cross-season weather type of thing. It is where, like, inside, looking out, it looks like it's going to be really, really cold. And I put a jumper on, and then I immediately turn into a 
capsicum because I get so hot. Capsicum? Yeah, because capsicums are red. Are they? Yeah. Oh, does red mean hot? Yeah. Okay, very good. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. Jody, another regular that I love talking to is Shane A. Bassett. Yes, our movie and streaming extraordinaire. He's always great to chat to yeah. every Thursday. Such a good guy. And he gives us the latest in what's happening with the movies. Mm-hmm. And one movie we talked about is The Dry 2. I've got to say it's almost better. Uh, I love the first try as well, but this is, although Eric Banner is back and he's playing the same detective character, Detective Falk, um, it's a completely different story and it's not dry. It's raining in a lot of this movie, so it's almost like the opposite. However, uh, it's the story of five female hikers that go across the Victorian mountain ranges, but only four come back. The Four that come back, though, aren't talking. They're not saying what happened to the missing person. And then there's an FBI informant involved as well. So things escalate. Uh, It's a really good mystery. It keeps you guessing, and there's a twist in the tale. So don't let anyone spoil it for you. Good Australian production, all-star cast, and Eric Banner, he's on fire. So I do recommend it, Matho. Check it out. Yeah, no, that sounds wonderful. Can't wait. Now tell us about this comedy drama happening on Stan Jules. Yeah, Jules, that was hysterical. I actually only watched it yesterday and thought it was really good. Um, Unusual, but good. Uh, Ben Kingsley, he stars in it. He's now 80. He just turned 80 last year. He's a great old actor who, um, in this one, he plays a man who's on this, um, I guess he's on a farm, you could call it, in Pennsylvania, very quiet little town, and a UFO lands on his property. An alien pops out and they become friends. He calls alien Jules. And the alien actually changes the lives of some of the senior citizens and the older townsfolk. Um, the government know about it, so they're on, on the run trying to catch it. And, um, yeah, it turned into a really good film. If you have Stan, check out Jules. It's, it's unusual, but a good laugh. That sounds like uh, Cocoon, that movie Cocoon. Yeah, it's very similar to Cocoon, you're yeah. right, and um, batteries not included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, now, mate, uh, Valentine's Day is upon us. <laughs> Lots of movies. To say the rom-com genre is healthy is an understatement. What are your top couple, mate, that uh, you should watch Valentine's Day to get um, oh, you all they kind in the mood? Of change, they kind of change year after year because I love a good rom-com and I'm quite partial to a chick flick. No secret there. But this year I want to recommend When Harry Met Sally, which is having its 35th anniversary. It's wow. released in 1989. Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal both on fire. Just Carrie Fisher was in it, is in it too. Great film. Loved it. Uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, great film. Never gets old. Very funny with uh, Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell, of course. Rowan Atkinson, he's the priest in it. He has some <laughs> funny lines in it. And finally, Sweet November. And this is lesser known. Uh, it has Keanu Reeves and Charlize Theron. Charlie Theron plays this character who every month picks up a random person to have an affair with and then after the month sort of moves on to someone else. But she has a reason for it, which is explained in the movie. But she connects with the character of Kenny Reeves, who wouldn't. He's a good-looking bloke and he's yeah. a very nice man. They like each other and she, he doesn't want to let it go. So it's a beautiful movie, uh, worth watching, Sweet November, if you haven't heard of it. Uh, check it out for Valentine's Day. It's a good date film. Yeah, and you can't forget uh, the classic Valentine's Day, the movie, with Taylor yeah, Swift. With Taylor I mean, Swift, right? Yeah, she, it's good, it's good. And she's in Australia, so it's very topical at the moment. She's not a bad actor at times. I've seen her in this, I've seen her in The Giver. Uh, she was also in Cats, 
which wasn't very well, uh, I guess, reviewed, but I thought she was pretty good in it. And Valentine's Day is from 2010, quite a while ago, but it has Julia Roberts in it, Jamie Foxx, uh, Jessica Biel, Bradley Cooper from memory was in it too. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Sounds good. Good time of year. I need to avoid it. My uh, favourite <laughs> Valentine's Day film is Paranormal Activity. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you why. Me and Mrs. Matho uh, were watching it for the first time when we were first dating. Uh, yeah. And um, Mrs. Matho is the type of person that would jump at anything. If there's a car 500 metres up the road that put its brakes on for a second, she goes, <gasps> no, it's a Paranormal Activity. She was in my lap. Uh, <laughs> terrified. And that came out on Valentine's Day, didn't it? Like around then, like the first one, I think. I'm not it good came with, out around then, yeah. yeah. I'm, not good, I'm not good with dates. Shane Bass is good with dates. He has to, he has to fend off a lot of suitors uh, <laughs> come Valentine's Day. So good luck with doing that this year as well. Thank you so much for joining us too, mate. We really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch up next week. Cheers. Jody and Mather. Weekday mornings from 6 on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Jay's are all about Dubbo, the Dubbo community, and the things going on here, and something great happened for PCYC. They got a new food van. And they raised money from the old one. That must have, I don't know how much money they've raised over the years through that van, but many a sausage singer has been cooked oh, yeah. and consumed, And but they've got a brand new van to do all that out of, and we caught up with Dougal Saunders, who of course uh, helped with the funding of it through the government back in the day, and uh, they had their big... Uh, grand opening for it. King Kong food van is up and ready for action for Dubbo PCYC. How good. That's great. So what's it called? King Kong? King Kong. It's a King Kong catering trailer. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. I thought someone yeah, got the yeah. lucky job of naming it. King no, Kong. No, no. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I did I did overexcite things there. No, that's uh, okay. It <laughs> so it's a purpose-built it's a purpose catering trailer. It's not, not an old uh, uh, an caravan old converted. No. No, that's right. This is purpose-built, and this is a brand that's pretty well-known in, in catering circles, and it's got nice big wide benches. It's got all of the things you need for a food van, whether it's a uh, you know a barbecue grill sort of area. It's got the deep fries. It's got the fridges. It's got big wide bench spaces, stainless steel, overhead fans, all that sort of stuff that when you're trying to retrofit just a caravan, even if it's got you know, a, a nice oven or whatever in there. It just makes it more difficult. PCYC's current van or the old van has done a great job for a huge yeah. amount of years, yeah. let's be honest. But they were just looking through, I guess, the, the opportunities to, to uplift things. And uh, we were able to provide um, an, an announcement in February of last year, 2023, for just over 63 grand for them to basically purchase this brand new van um, it's been delivered. In fact, look, it actually did its first gig last week at Morris Park at the Speedway. Oh, um, oh how good. I wasn't able to get to, but it's, it's had a run through. So I'll be catching up with Sonia Roth, who's the manager, um, and Pete Randell as well, and just sort of see how it ran. And um, I know they're really excited. And I guess the first time you, you're always ironing out a few little things and getting people used to the new, the new layout. But it just is a great opportunity for all the volunteers who do use it, as you mentioned, Matho, to raise money. I mean, they sell, whether it's a steak sanger, a sausage changer, or, you know, some of the, the chips and drinks and other food they do, it helps raise money to support the programs that we know make a difference. And that's their fit for life, their fit for work. They've got Project Wildway. It's about youth diversionary programs, helping fund the things we know make a difference. So a really good opportunity, and I can't wait to see it in, in the flesh. Yeah, so the unveil, the launch of it today is going to be done by uh, you at the Dubbo Visitor Information Centre at 10.30. 
yeah, looking forward to heading down there. I, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be cooking anything. Look, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm happy to jump in an apron and grab some tongs uh, if required. So um, I'm not sure if the cookers are going to be going or not. But either way, it'll be a great chance. It's a, it's a good spot there, just near the visitor info. People driving past will be able to see it and recognise that, uh, you know, there's been a little uplift for PCYC, and I think everyone will be pleased with that. You know, it's great news, great organisation, and I can't wait to see you in that apron that says, kiss the chef. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll have (laughs) bacon and egg roll, thanks, dudes. (laughs) I can't wait. Thanks, guys. Jody and Matho. Anytime you want them on Listener. Joe, this week, Valentine's Day is around the corner, so we spoke about it a bit, but I didn't even get a chance to ask you, are you a traditional romantic, as in just chocolates and flowers and that type of perhaps girly stuff, or is there something specific specific that you'd like Mr. Jody to, to do for you? Well, Matho, you see, I love rom-coms, so I love being showered in presents and gifts and chocolates and flowers and just anything every single day of the year. <laughs> It's Valentine's Day, every day of the year. Every day. Well, uh, Dubbo turned it on for Valentine's Day and uh, plenty of places to go and we had a good chat about that. It's Valentine's Day coming up uh, on the 14th. And uh, just a few facts for you and some ideas if you're late to the uh, Valentine's Day booking. To the party. To the party, so to speak. Uh, 145 million Valentine's Day cards will be uh, given each year. Sorry, how many? 145 million. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, these are American stats as well. Oh, okay, because they're big into cards. They, I was like, they love, us Aussies. They, lo- they love a card. We're going to send a lot of text. A lot of yeah, snaps. Yeah, a lot are of snaps. Yeah. Uh, they also spend nearly $24 billion on the day. Oh. Uh, and we do something equally as, as dumb. Uh, but, wow. it, well, it depends what you spend the money on, I guess. Uh, me, me and Mrs. Matha have very low key Valentine's Day because yeah. our birthdays have just happened. So we try and maybe go out, maybe go to the movies. She loves going to the movies, so I might do something like that. Yeah, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day like ever. You and Mr. Jody. Yeah, we don't celebrate it because our anniversary is like a week after. Yeah. So we kind of save of, of and your like marriage. <laughs> being boyfriend girlfriend. <laughs> boyfriend girlfriend. <laughs> boyfriend girlfriend. Own a house together. Yeah. Okay. Might as well be married. <laughs> Um, but there's plenty to do around Dubbo, which is uh, thankful. Dubbo's full of fantastic eateries and places to go. Uh, but from the Liberal, there's a few that uh, we saw. We thought they sound amazing. Yeah, the Lazy River, they're hosting a Valentine's Day dinner uh, called Dine in the Vines. And I've seen a little picky pick of uh, what, like, you know, the table set up in the vineyards. It looks so cute. I did think for a moment just uh, ate dinner on the riverbank. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, there's also a social dance at Fantasy uh, Dubbo Dance Sport. That sounds like a lot of fun. That does sound like if a lot of got, fun, actually. If you have the meniscus in your knee, you'll have a good time. Yeah, and it's only 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, 178, the Dubbo RSL's restaurant and cocktail bar, they're having uh, oysters three ways. Uh, which, which, good on those oysters. Um, Valentine's Day, Toronto Western Plain Zoo. A of mis- course. Yeah, mystery dining experience. Mm. Got to love a mystery. That's right. Not like back in the day, it was just mystery meat. Uh, <laughs> what's in Devon? Uh, and, of course, Romance Rules Film Festival. I think this is a fantastic idea. Uh, the Black Box Theatre at the Western Plains Cultural Centre. Just a few. That's from the Liberal, but there's, there's plenty of things happening around. Clever businesses doing clever things. Yeah, and there's so many nice eateries around Dubbo. Yeah, it's a good excuse to get out there and tub up. Yeah, expand your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Well, Martha, we're going to be giving away some flowers as well next week to some lucky callers as well. Yeah, listen out for that. Uh, hopefully you're lucky in love. Oh, 
That's gross. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. Jody, this week, my family was terribly inconvenienced with an appliance deciding to pack it in. And it's an important appliance too. Very important. It gets used more during the day than the kettle. Would you believe it? Oh, <laughs> big call. Our old washing machine started to smell like uh, plastic fire. Oh, that's not good. It's not a good smell. No. It didn't come with that smell originally. So we thought, <laughs> you know what? After 12 years of good service, oh. we got rid of our kids. No. Uh, we got rid of the, We decided to get rid of the washing machine. And I am a researcher. I think they call me an owl in retail, where I have to know everything about everything to make the right decision. Yeah, you do. You mm. do. I'm... Uh, it drives me wild because I just want to. I just want the cheapest thing. But I just find, found the right washing machine, and I did. Uh, went and purchased it. That was a bit of a bit of a saga in itself because I reset my phone, and I'm I'm on digital currency, so I had not, nothing to pay for it. I had to leave and come back, do all that type oh, of stuff. Oh, that's embarrassing. So it was like, yeah, it was like I didn't have any money. But I'm like, you just want to say <laughs> yeah. the retail store? No, 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 no. I've I've got all the money. <laughs> I, I have, have all the money. Good money. Good. I just good. no wallet. No, 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 no wallet. wallet. <laughs> phone not. And they're looking like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you broke ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so eventually they and I paid extra for them to uh, take the old one away. Oh, which they which they did, uh, but uh, they refused to hook it up or undo them because they were fear of water damage. I've gone. Oh gosh, I should probably have a fear of water damage too because I don't know really what I'm doing. Anyways, so I had to because they they don't want to hurt your house. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so it's like okay, well, eighty five bucks. Okay, they're getting rid of it, and I'd never see the old washing machine again. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like it's got, it. Probably got eighty five dollars worth of change at the bottom of it. <laughs> they've, they've probably made a deal. Anyway, so we put it in last night. And I have to get on the ground. And I don't know if you've ever seen me get on the ground oh, and get up off the ground. Yeah. It's a saga in, in yeah. itself because the knee and the back goes. Yeah, and, and, and there's just, a lot of... Uh, just, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of old man sense. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm lying on the on the laundry floor adjusting the legs on this stupid washing machine, uh, which I eventually get done. My mother-in-law comes over to wish me a happy birthday. It was really strange because I didn't know why she was there. <laughs> She had a present for me and everything. You're like, oh, why is she? Why, why are you, are you here? here? It's for you, you silly bugger. <laughs> so anyway, so I got that in, and then pulled the uh, taps in the um the the lines for the water, and they're uh, three hundred mil or the length of my forearm. Too short. No. Too short. Oh no! So you have to trip. go back and do your research. You researched yeah. the wrong things. I did. I and that's what drives me wild. Always research the wrong things. The little boy said. The funniest thing he goes, we don't even need a washing machine. So what do you want to do? He goes, we wash them like the old days. <laughs> Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M.